Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Charmed Hard with a Vengeance. Tonight we watch Season 1, Episode 15, Switches and Stones. Mel and Maggie switch bodies just when Medusa comes to town. That's the worst time to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's never really a good time for it, I guess. <laughs> uh, one thing I want to talk about before we get into this episode uh, that people had pointed out in the comments, that um, when Macy loses her virginity in the previous episodes that seemed to be the triggering event for her turning into a demon that seemed like that was the thing they haven't made that connection at all i mean I don't know. but is that why alistair wanted uh, maggie and parker to have sex you think what would that have to do with it because of the demon human thing he wanted them to get together for some reason, because this will trigger something? I don't know. Right? I have no idea. Anyway, if that's the thing, that's kind of shitty. <laughs> I, that's why I wanted to bring it up. I just don't think. But there seemed to be a, a, a an acceleration after that point, right? Like, she knows about it, then all of a sudden, like, things are happening. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed to be bad writing, but I don't know if it's that i mean it's possible that's the that's all but yeah it would seem weird if that's it and like if that would trigger it and parker when he's trying to lose it you think his mom would say hey a numb nut stop uh having sex with everyone it's accelerating <laughs> your demon shit since when does she do anything on this show anymore phelan <laughs> Useless. Uh, That's from a dropped storyline. We don't need to worry about her. Well, she's been around not that long ago. All they did was dink around the lab a bit. <laughs> Clearly there was more to be meant to come from that before they reworked things, though. Well, she's not gone yet, is she? <laughs> well, yeah, I just mean, like, the Parker thing seemed like it was going to be more of a thing, and then now he's background doof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The hell dimension that they went to at the end of the last episode, I guess, was just a temple under the house? Yeah, I thought they got sucked somewhere bad and um, were going to be, I don't know, captured by Fiona, I guess is who that was we saw, right? I guess they ended up, yeah, it was Fiona, was right. the blonde lady. Uh, I didn't recognize her from before and clearly neither did you because she's made such an impression so I thought, far. Yeah, I thought it was just some new villain and so, you know. <laughs> But, yeah, I thought she was in, they were in some trap of hers or something. And then it's just, yeah, nah, nah, it's just a cool little sub-basement. <laughs> I guess by them going into this temple, it, it triggered something because the uh, stones seemed to have some sort of power and there was, like, glowing going on with her. Um, yeah. And they ended up going there because of yet another development in Maggie's powers that involves sex powers. <laughs> Where um, she accidentally phase shifted during sex. Yeah, why why is this part of empathy? I don't understand at all. Wasn't it Parker that did that? Was it him? I thought they were talking about Maggie. Did they say Maggie did it? I thought it was Parker because it kind of did the demon poof when they fell through the floor. Oh, you know, you could be right. Yeah. This is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. Why does this happen? I don't know. <laughs> 
I love they just cut to, like, them explaining it, like, oh, yeah, we were in this temple, and then whatever. Like, they always bury these things. Like, you always just cut past the interesting parts. Yeah, like, hey, look at this cliffhanger. What's going to happen? Well, it's going to be mundane by the time we get to it in the next episode. And they're just going to be like, oh, yeah, time to temple, lol. Maggie's going to be sitting around in it with a cigarette, and like, oh, our sex was so good. <sighs> <laughs> Like, we don't get to see the interesting things on this show. Like, I'm so bummed we're not seeing anything that Galvin's doing, and I don't think we will. But we did get to see Mel and Jada. Yeah, they totally faked us out, too. That, I wanted to bring up that annoyed me, because I saw that island. I'm like, oh, we're going to see what Galvin's doing. Oh, no, it's just Jada and Mel. <laughs> they went to an orb away to Ireland, but who orbed them? Yeah, we don't get any answer to that. Orbing is uh, is a white lighter power, mm-hmm. and they don't work with the white lighters because they got a beef with the elders. So who did this? Jada, I guess, has a portable orber. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they got some work around to it because you can just do whatever, and the elders and the white lighters are pointless. Mm-hmm. So are the rest of that group Jada's a part of because they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> we've never we've never seen them again. They've done nothing. This should be a big, powerful group. And we just see Jada and Mel making out on the bed. Uh-huh. And then Fiona occasionally half-conscious on a couch. Mm-hmm. Well, like, <laughs> they went over to this island, too, where they're attacked by some vine snake things. Magic vine snakes. And it's just like, okay, so they're going on a uh, quest to get this thing. What was it, even? There, there's a magic stone. Okay. They want to get stone. Yeah, they want to get stone. (laughs) (laughs) That's the tying element of this episode. A lot of stoning in this one. They want to get this, like, this should be a a use for that dumb group, you'd think, if they're going on a potentially dangerous thing, though. It wasn't really that dangerous, because vine snakes were the only obstacle. And they're just like, all right, let's just grab this. (laughs) They got there, there were some vines, and then it was just like, I don't know, right over there. Yeah, just like, oh, that's kind of annoying. Oh, we got him. They have a a whole damn island. It's right there. Yeah, yoink. It wasn't even long enough for her to be suspiciously gone from her obligations that she, they were kind of annoyed she was uh, out of range, cell phone range for a while, but it wasn't that long of a trip. This was makes it easy the episode though, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> this there was so much makes it easy in this episode, and that's just like one of many times. Mm-hmm. I did think it was a little funny when they orbed back. However, they're orbing. Uh, Mel's phone got all her messages. While they're there, uh, Jada does reveal some stuff about Fiona that I think was not entirely clear. So she gives the big exposition dump. Mm-hmm. So uh, she says that Fiona, she was the one that they released from Tartarus, was the keeper of the secret flame, which is a primordial power source, which is the source of all magic. Mm-hmm. And uh, she started hanging out with Sarkana, and the elders were like, we ain't about this business. And they tried to destroy her, but found out that she was immortal. So they just sent her to Tartarus to rot for all time. Sad, if true. Sad, if true. <laughs> <laughs> Maggie has a sort of bitchy Phoebe line uh, in the next scene. She's talking about how she doesn't trust Jada, and they're like, well, what about Cole? Well, Cole proved himself. We don't know anything about Jada. Cole. Cole. (laughs) 
Parker proved himself. See, he's just the same. He's dopey Cole. Scratch out Cole Parker. I just wrote it as Cole because you might as well have been. <laughs> I and like that you said that and didn't realize. <laughs> I didn't know because that's what I wrote and I didn't realize I wasn't talking about Parker. Uh, I wrote Cole. Um, but same deal. It's like, it's it, whatever applies to her doesn't apply to other people or whatever. Like, uh-huh. you know, she's like, uh, Parker's fine, but we don't know anything about Jada. Like, you don't know jack all about Parker. Last mm-hmm. thing that happened in the last episode, your vagina said no and blasted him away. Yeah. Your vagina didn't trust him. <laughs> well, so you super didn't trust him until you just suddenly decided to get back together with him and we have Lucy finally back in the show in this one who just goes, I'm on team you guys now. Yeah, but I really contributed to getting you guys back together, I guess. Woo. I'm your number one shipper. Tit, tit. <laughs> <laughs> number one shipper. Yeah, someone was getting stoned in this episode. I'm not sure if it was those guys, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but the main plot of this, uh, sort of, is the body swap. Is that the main plot? <laughs> is, uh, I, I'd body say, swap plus Medusa? Medusa seemed more of a thing. The body swap seemed like... not. Nah. <laughs> I'd call it more of the B plot, especially because it's not much of a thing. And it's not much of a thing to solve in the end. This was the sleepiest body swap ever. It was, because, like, we are talking about before, there's, like, body swaps are more interesting now when it's a real clash. Like, uh, like either big personalities which have switched or people in radically different positions. Like, usually a hero and a villain or something like that. Something akin to that in some way getting switched this is just two sisters on the same team we still don't really know who the new mel is (laughs) maggie's phoebe (laughs) (laughs) i mean uh i was talking to you about this before like this is reminding me of when the original charmed did the body swap episode with phoebe and Paige. But this was just after Paige had joined the show. I think it was maybe her second or third episode. And that was not enough time to know who the hell she is. So how do you do a body swap if you have no hold on what their personality is? And this show has been having such retooling that we still don't really know who either of them are. And, you know, it's not a lot of time, 15 episodes, even if it had been consistent, to really have a good hold on these characters. So uh, the writers don't have a, a good grasp on them. The actresses don't have a lot to work with. Like they, they do some imitations where like um, uh, Maggie's actress is doing it a little more serious and Mel's actress is being a little more upbeat and, and um, kind of ditzy about it. But if they weren't dressed differently, it wouldn't really be that different. It's not a crazy contrast, and they know each other and what they're doing well enough that yeah. it doesn't feel like they're out of their element very much. No, I mean, I think Mel's actress had a bit more to work with since they've established Maggie a bit better, and she had some mannerisms and stuff about her, which are clearly supposed to be more Maggie-ish, but you know, like, it isn't a season one thing to do 
a body swap, especially when you hear a show which has had trouble figuring out what you're doing yet. So Well, it's not fun either. There was no fun payoff to this. It was no. just supposed to be them walking in each other's shoes, but they don't even really get a lot to to understand each other's lives even. No, and like the big thing that happened was, you know, Maggie found out about um Fiona, which is a thing like that Mel just found out about too. Yeah, so, there was not a lot of build up for that. Yeah, <laughs> and she just goes there and goes like, "Ah, oh, this makes me sad." <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, this was really funny because they told her, you know, they told Maggie to act and dress more mellish, which is kind of weird that they're just, I guess, not wearing that person's usual clothes. They're just they're wearing just their, dressing their usual- clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Well, how else would you know who is who? Because they have nothing to work with. Yeah. That's really the thing they did to establish that their body swapped is their clothing. <laughs> and I'm wondering, too, like, do they wear the same size clothing? Or is this something that each of them happened to own? Yeah, really. I guess, I mean, there's there doesn't seem like that much of a size difference. But I don't know. It just came off very weird. Yeah. Um, and, and so they got to do things that the other one would do. Like, um, Maggie goes to Jada and has her first gay kiss mm-hmm. and is kind of into it. She's like, yeah. oh, I understand now. Apparently Jada's got like these super kiss powers, right? Yeah, <laughs> just, she's got the magic lips. Ooh, she's just the hottest lesbian ever. She's <laughs> she magic just... <laughs> hot lips. <laughs> That's so Sarkana lips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and then she's like, oh, Fiona's here. I'm going to act like I'm surprised by this and not act chill at all. Can I meet her? And Jada, who's in this super secret organization keeping Fiona um, protected, is like, yeah, sure. Nothing suspicious going on here. Let's go. Yeah. like This couldn't be someone she doesn't know, like, glamoring themselves or anything like that. Yeah. Whoever heard of any magic in this world? <laughs> Never take any clues, especially like when she's not doing anything to clearly hide that she's not Mel. Yeah, she comes in dressed exactly like uh, like Maggie. Yeah, and then just goes, I don't understand all the things I should know, like and doesn't act cool about them. Mm-hmm. Mel goes to the sorority rush that she's supposed to go to, even though she thinks it's stupid, mm-hmm. uh, just because she's covering her shift at the haunt, something that we do not see. No. We haven't seen her do any bartending since, like, that first episode when she said she was a bartender, I think. There is another one, but, you know, we haven't seen it in a bit. They're going to call the haunt P3 soon. Yeah. M3. M3. <laughs> <laughs> When Mel is going to the sorority initiation, she uh, reads people's minds, and the girl next to her is like, is Maggie gay? I'm getting vibes. <laughs> She's got gay vibes. Yeah, all she does is say something to her without any hint of that, and she goes, yeah, oh, I'm getting vibes. Like, what? <laughs> she she can't hide the gay. <laughs> that was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> They thought that was super clever. <laughs> she didn't even remotely hit on her. All she did was say, oh, yeah, we're going to the sorority party. It's just like, oh, she gay? Like, what? 
she is emitting uh, gay pheromones from her. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jada, I guess, didn't get the straight pheromones coming from Mel or fake Mel. Yeah. Well, maybe Maggie is kind of gay. Maybe she's bi. She yeah, seemed into it. I guess. Yeah. She'll get rid of doofhead Parker's. <laughs> <laughs> What? But I'm the coolest character. <laughs> I'm cool guy. He comes over to uh, to start making out with Maggie, and Mel's like, "I don't consent. This is it's me. It's Mel. Oh, little role play, huh? <laughs> Stop being a cliche straight white male." <laughs> Does he think that she wants to role play as her sister? Because he's into lesbians? Is that what he thinks? I don't know. She straight up tells him what happened and he still doesn't get it somehow. Like <laughs> He is unfazed by any of this. In fact, he barely reacts. He's just in the background all chill like, huh, all right. Yeah. yeah, I guess they body swapped. I'm not really affected cool. by much. <laughs> wow. Well. Of course Galvin was here. He would say that is why. <laughs> But I guess I gotta be the super chill guy now. Yeah. Wow, this is wild. <laughs> sure, we'd like to see what's going on with Galvin, but we're not gonna do that, I guess. <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's such a cop-out. Yeah. Let's promise this weird adventure. Matt and, like, Macy could go with him. Nah, she's just gonna stay home. Ugh. Maggie was kind of stupid to trigger this whole uh, body swap because... She just touched the stones in the temple, and that amplified her powers. Yeah. And somehow ampl amplifying an empath's powers means that they can walk in someone else's shoes if they can't control their powers? It's supposed to be like she got supercharged, so it, like, did it accidentally. But I don't know why it took overnight to happen. This was... Uh... Is like, yeah, those runes down there. Like, and Harry even tells them, like, don't touch those runes, they're dangerous. And they both, they touch them. Like, um, Maggie and Macy both touch one and decide to just be like, oh, yeah, let's be quiet about it. It's like, guys, <laughs> you're creating half your problem here because maybe they could do something about it if you told them you accidentally touched them. But it's like, no, let's do the comedy. Oop, we didn't touch it. <laughs> Power of three, dip DD. <laughs> yeah, Idiot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the most interesting plot, as usual, involves Macy. Mm -hmm. She is meeting with the faceless elder council again <sighs> at the beginning to talk about uh, her uh, onset demonness. Yeah, in their alternate dimension dining room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, another elder shows up because they've cast her. She shows her face. Yeah. <laughs> she says, I'll risk it. Yeah. Like, what are they risk? They think the charm ones are like going to rat them out. Like they're going to, I mean, maybe Maggie would. She wanted to give up everything the second she was in Tartarus. <laughs> I'll tell you anything you want to know. Yeah, I think it's safe to protect yourself from the charmed ones. They'll sell you out for a sandwich. It still seems like really stupid and just like, you know, what it is obviously is like we got, we want a bunch of elders here, but we haven't cast them yet. So just here's a bunch of faceless goons. I don't know. Is it, is it any better than having random theater dads walking around with no lines? Like, yeah, we're cool. We're, we'll show up again. It, it's, <laughs> uh, it's lazier. I don't. I think to, I don't know. 
They should just not have them show up. Yeah, that's honestly it. Just just have her talk to Charity and be like, okay, I'm going to bring in someone who's a specialist here or something. Because no one else was doing yeah. anything, so yeah, exactly. you might as well just have the you one. You shouldn't show them if you're not going to have them be a thing yet. Maybe there could be one or two in, if you're going to do a group shot of some, like... But, I mean, at least just cast someone to do a minor thing as an elder... Even if they're not going to be a main character, you know, just if you want to show multiple. Yeah, you could have extras in there that won't be featured players. Yeah, like I said, There's dumb. plenty of elders, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the one who shows her face, her name's Priyanka. And, I don't know, she, uh, she does a demon test or something <laughs> on Macy. She does magic acupuncture. And she says to Charity... I know what's going on, but if it is what I think it is, then we might not want to turn Macy back human. Dun dun dun. <sighs> and it was her mistake to be telling Charity this. Mm. Foreshadowing. Mm. Macy's having a demon dream, and uh, she has a vision while wearing super cute pajamas. She's having a dreamin'. A uh, dreamin'? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Um, she is a dreaming uh, about a man turning to stone, and she thinks, oh, maybe I turned into a demon and turned him into stone, uh, but it turns out it's Medusa, and they find out that Medusa was once a witch, mm-hmm. and uh, because of some crime she committed in the Greek days or whatever, uh, she ended up getting turned into a demon against her will, which uh, Macy relates to. So she doesn't want yeah. to kill her if she she can help it. Well, it was like she got raped by one of the gods or something in Greek mythology. I was looking at this a little bit ago when I did uh, that Perseus movie. Yeah, it's like it's horrible. It's just like, oh yeah, she didn't do anything wrong, but the gods were dicks and <laughs> turned her into Medusa. That sounds about right. The gods are dicks. The elders uh, yeah, are dicks. Pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, I guess this is just like straight up history in their world. Apparently the Greek mythology is, which is kind of funny. Maybe the elders are are not that different from the Greek gods. They got Tartarus. Maybe they're one in the same. (laughs) Maybe that's going to be the twist. Ooh. (laughs) It seems like any Greek story you read, it's like the gods were dicks and bad things happened. they're always horrible. Someone had sex with something they shouldn't have, Mm -hmm. and someone got turned into an animal. Yeah. Uh, Incest, bestiality, uh, someone one's dead yeah i wanted to mention too it's like macy's having a bit of a breakdown too when she thinks maybe she's the one killing before they get it straight that she's seeing that it's medusa doing it and like they don't spend enough time on yeah, that too the no the, one the cares. emotional effects yeah, like, yeah because they're too busy working out their freaky friday situation yeah like whatever like um, Macy's actors trying to do a bit with it, but like the story ignores it, and like so do the sisters and everything, and so it's just kind of quickly glanced over. They don't seem like they give a shit about this demon plot at any point. It's always Macy trying to solve her problems while the other two are dinking off on their own. Mm-hmm. Part of the plot of this episode, I think, was trying to acknowledge that they've been separate for a little bit as far as Maggie and Mel go. Um, because they have a talk about it, like how um, Maggie missed Mel being part of her own thing for a while. Mm-hmm. This doesn't really fix a lot of the issues because 
they don't care about what's going on with Macy. Uh, Macy has uh, this vested uh, interest in the Medusa plot because of how it relates to her. And she Mm -hmm. seems to be relating to the plots lately with all of her own issues. And they just have nothing going on. The other two are just dead weight. Mm -hmm. Medusa shows up at the party for the sorority rush. And uh, these guys are in the room uh, looking at a phone. And she said, you guys getting stoned in here? I can help you with that. (laughs) Oh! Oh, you all have a demon who loves a good pun. Mm Mm-hmm. That Medusa's all right. <laughs> I guess she was all right. She was turning jackasses into stone because they were part of some, like, uh, internet club where they were slut-shaming women. Yeah, apparently, though. Like, it's... I don't know why she's stoning some people. I mean, the guilty ones, that makes sense. It just seems like she's randomly stoning everyone at this party. <laughs> it, it had something to do with this being Greek-themed... And it makes her go wild. It makes her go wild. <laughs> and then Parker's like, no, I'm Spartacus, don't. Uh. <laughs> he doesn't care. He could have been turned to stone at some point. We wouldn't even know. He does jack all. I think he was. I think everyone, was he? I think everyone did. I think even, like, Charity and all them did. Oh, were they? Yeah. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Macy ends up saving the day through the power of love. That's the power of love. Yeah. That's the power of love. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, Medusa, I get it. I feel you, fam. It's cool. You can let it go. Yeah. She notes, too, it's like the twist on the Medusa tale here is that they get turned to stone when they look away from her, not actually at her. Yeah, she doesn't want to be ignored anymore. She wants to be seen. Mm-hmm. She wants people to know what happened to her and that she was wronged. Yeah. And Macy acknowledges that. Which makes her go super make it easy. Yeah, triple threat makes it easy. First of all, she's like, okay, I can let it go. Let <laughs> it go. And so Medusa letting it go turns everyone back to normal and then turns her into stone and shatters her. So apparently she's dead. Yeah, I'm not sure what that was supposed to be implying. If it's death or just... Killed her with kindness. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Like, the next scene, everyone's just partying. And they're like, yeah, Harry mind-wiped everyone who saw too much. Mm -hmm. So so it's fine. Makes it easy. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, hey, I don't know, Lucy, if you saw this, but uh, all these dudes are part of this gross club and they're slut-shaming women. And we should do something about it. And like, I'm sorry if this messes up my chances. And she's like, totally agree. You're totally out of here. <laughs> and then like Parker's like, yeah, I helped. You're out of the, out of our sorority too. You're out of the frat house. Yeah. <laughs> so says Caesar. You guys are out. Thumbs down. <laughs> Uh, I guess quadruple makes it easy because then they're back at the house and uh, apparently those powers that they weren't in control of that could switch them back uh, that would take months to master Maggie and Mel already mastered them in like a day and so they switch back yeah makes it easy (laughs) that was so silly It's like it ends as easily as it started. I guess we know your your powers now. Wee! Like, it's a power she hadn't (laughs) even mastered because it's one she doesn't know yet. (laughs) But Mel's got it. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, then we get to our um, 
to the trademark sad music feelings ending mm-hmm. <laughs> where someone talks about something sad and then like some indie music plays. Yeah. And uh and Charity talks to Macy about uh the power of love. And she's like, that was most unorthodox. Yes. Not murdering? Oh well I never <laughs> I wanted to chop some heads off. <laughs> Here's something that I do like about what they're doing in New Charmed. Um, one of the things that really bothered me about Old Charmed is that uh, they just talked about demons and good and evil as if it was genetic. Yeah. If you were a demon, you were genetically predisposed to evil. If you were a white lighter, you were predisposed to pacifism. All of these things that were not even true on the show, but no. they always talked about it like it was... Uh, it was the law, the Bible. This is just what happens. And it clearly wasn't. And uh, nothing's ever black and white like that in real life. So uh, Macy says to Charity that she thinks the lines are blurred there. Maybe she doesn't need to get rid of this demon part of her because it helped her to understand Medusa and did something good. Maybe she should uh, try to get a message over to Galvin then that he should stop his spirit quest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Kind of late on that revelation. <laughs> he comes back. He's missing an arm. Like, yeah. oh, I got, I got, you got the secret to fixing you. Oh no, it's fine. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't need want it anymore. that anymore. What the hell? I'm kind of seeing on this uh, character from my television show who I brought to the real world. So uh, I don't even need you anymore, Galvin. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting there, blood dripping from a stump, <laughs> mouth agape. Oh, that is wild. <laughs> That's a that's a shame you didn't uh you didn't give me a call or something for uh <laughs> for lost my hand and everything. Yeah, really wasn't a wasn't great, Macy. But I but I baked the, uh, these cookies. <laughs> uh, <laughs> can, can you please heal my hand with magic? <laughs> uh, that'd be personal gain. <laughs> <laughs> Falls asleep on the toilet. <laughs> Parker comes um, in. I got this. <laughs> I know that you're feeling pretty bad, Galvin, but let me sing you a song on my guitar and make you feel a little better. <laughs> Losing hands, not that bad. Sometimes it can be good, cause demons are our friends. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta smell like stale beer and white privilege, yeah. I love being a straight white male, it's the best. And I hate people of color and gay people and women especially. (laughs) We must unite against our enemy, the white man. Charity says that uh, Priyanka has got the results of the test back. She definitely has breast cancer. Oh! <laughs> um, so why don't you go see Priyanka, see what's going on? And uh, she talks to Macy, and she says that uh, she has the gift of evil sight, which means that she can see through the eyes of yeah. evil and have premonitions of things in the present, future, and past. And she tells her, like, this could be good, don't you see? Like, yeah, I guess she sees with her evil sight. <laughs> you know, she was on board for this thing, but the way that she was doing it all creepy as shit, like, 
I don't know if I'm really siding with Priyanka either. Like Macy's like, hey, okay, let's take a let's take a few seconds to like uh, absorb all this, and she's like, no, we must find out who killed your mother, yeah. and then she sticks a hair stick through her forehead <laughs> to to give her a booster. Yeah, and they had to do it that way to fake us out on which one was evil. I don't think Priyanka was that good either. Oh, probably not, but they just wanted us to be like, oh! Not great. The elders aren't great. They're horrible. <laughs> They're all horrible. Yeah, yeah. we just saw a horrible person die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, they revealed that the person that killed their mother was Charity! Dun-dun-dun! Don't forget, their mother is an elder too, so she was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> she was part of the shit club. <laughs> she was also a white lighter supremacist. <laughs> was she one of the ones that sent uh, Fiona to Tartarus? Maybe that's why Charity killed her. Mm. Twist upon twists. Mm -hmm. uh, this isn't really that big of a shocker, though, is it? <laughs> I kind of figured it was something like this, because Charity's like, she's she's been pretty clear she's not really great. Yeah, I mean, I thought maybe they're going towards Charity being separated from the other elders in some way. I wasn't sure she would be the one that killed their mom. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't thinking too much about who killed their mom, though, because <laughs> I haven't really cared. <laughs> Not really a great sign for your show. <laughs> hey, Maggie, I heard your mom's dead, <laughs> so I wrote a song. <laughs> I killed your mom, I killed your mom, I killed your mom. <laughs> hey, wait, I'm the new and improved Parker. I'm not boring guitar Parker anymore. I'm boring ukulele Parker. <laughs> oh, your mom is dead. Your mom is dead because I killed your mom. <laughs> oh, that Parker's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, look, Parker's proved himself. We don't know anything about Jada. <laughs> it is true, though. We don't know anything about Jada. <laughs> we don't know anything about anyone. I know. I'm just saying we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Phelan, I am super excited to do the fashion segment. <laughs> this was... There's some good patchwork quilt vomit. Oh my god. Okay, I'm gonna do a lead up to this. I'm gonna, because that is the star of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, I mentioned before, Macy has some super cute green pajamas. And uh, Maggie had some cute pajamas too. They were a uh, leopard print, her uh, trademark leopard print. Mm. Uh, so Maggie has a long sleeve white crop top with silver beaded fringe over a plaid skirt. A furry gray and white jacket, a fuzzy kitty sleep mask. Uh, Maggie as Mel uh, wears a leather jacket with pinstripe pants and a star tie, which was pretty good. <laughs> Mel as Maggie wears the best outfit to date. <laughs> the, the outfit to end all outfits. I didn't think they could top themselves. <laughs> I had to. I had to pause it for a good minute there just to try and figure out how to describe it in the notes mm -hmm. because there was a lot happening. This was like seven or eight outfits in one. It was every outfit. A yellow trench coat with red leopard print lapels, a leopard print scarf, a leopard print belt. These are all different shades of leopard print. <laughs> <laughs> 
a four-tiered skirt. Not two, not three, four tiers. <laughs> all with different patterns and colors. With a zigzag shirt with yellow sleeves, different colored cuffs, and white go-go boots. Mm-hmm. What, what, what was happening? And this, by the way, was her try-to-act-like-Mel outfit. Yeah, like, they even told her, they're like, maybe if you're gonna go undercover with Jada, her girlfriend, you should dress more like Mel. She's like, mm, yeah, and then doesn't do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this. What an idiot. <laughs> Maggie's the, the dumb one, isn't she? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's the dumbest of the dumb. Uh-huh. I mean, she's <laughs> Phoebeing a lot of the time, so that's pretty dumb. Was Phoebe particularly... I guess, Well, she did cast a Make Herself Smart spell on her, so I guess <laughs> Phoebe was dumb. <laughs> she also thought all that stock advice in her crappy column was good, so it's pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she was utterly charmless, if you will. Yes, I will. <laughs> Alright, Phelan, overall, what did you think of this episode? Mess. <laughs> like usual. It's like the Medusa thing was more interesting than Mel and Maggie again. <laughs> I mean, because it was Macy's story. It was too many plots in one again, yeah. Yeah. They were more intertwined, I guess. I can give them that. Because they had them all doing stuff. But again, like we're talking about, there's a real disconnect when it's like Macy thinks she might be murdering people and just LOL, Maggie and Mel don't care. They've got Freaky Friday going on over there. <laughs> they need to find a better way to intertwine an emotional arc with the story. Don't just halt it to talk about stuff, because then it feels like the episode was supposed to end, and then it didn't. Yeah. Uh, like, intertwine it with what's happening. They're doing that with Macy, but they're not doing it connected with the sisters. Mm. Like, Maggie and Mel are just off in their own worlds. Yeah, exactly. And I t really didn't like the, the Medusa just, I don't know, either dying or just fading away, making it easy ending, because it's just like, it's the kind of the same thing with the pixie where they go, yeah, you need, like, support, but from other people, not us. Go away. <laughs> it's just like, it's the same thing. It's like, all she right. She could have just walked away. She didn't have to die. Yeah. Why? Like, and it seems like she died, but, I mean, the other possibilities, like, she, just, I don't know, teleported in a really weird way or something dumb, but, yeah. I don't, I don't know why it would kill her. That <laughs> makes no because sense. Because if you end it with her dying when she's supposed to be a parallel to Macy, what does that say about Macy? Mm -hmm. Like, she died when she did the right thing for no reason. There was no sacrifice element to it. She just, the episode's over, so bye. Yeah. And especially, like, if it is she's supposed to die, so it's like, so, so Macy doesn't kill her, but then, like, she kills her. Like, it's, if yeah. that's what happened, that's stupid. But it's also just another thing of like, all right, we're going to make friends again at the end here. But then we're going to sweep them away in a silly way. So Medusa just blows up for no reason. All right. <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminded me that effect was like a souped up version of uh, uh, Barbus's death mm -hmm. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. No. Uh. <laughs> 
I do want to give a shout out to the CG snake who was very interested in Macy's speech. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> yeah, the animators were having fun with that, I think. <laughs> that made me laugh. Just <laughs> the snake looking at her. Oh, <laughs> she's yeah. got a point. <laughs> Hey, what if uh, Medusa just hung out at the party afterwards? <laughs> She's like, yeah. uh, this is kind of awkward, huh? <laughs> that would have been awesome, especially if that's what she said. And then she, like, left, like, and she said, like, she's going to do try to do some good, like, less extreme ways or something, you know, in the world. She should have seen uh, Lucy take charge of the situation and become her BFF. Yeah. Or maybe she could have influenced her in some way, like, I'm going to try and like use some of my powers to help people or something and yeah and that would help the narrative with macy as well that uh no one is solidly good or evil yeah she's like okay i'm gonna like stop stoning people but i'm gonna still work towards stopping this type of crap yeah uh overall uh, my thoughts are that it is a little bit of a mess uh the macy plot was decent uh, just the body swap was kind of a mess, missed opportunity, not particularly interesting. No. So, I don't know. <laughs> it was all right. That's my thoughts. <laughs> it was all right. It was all right, slightly messy. <laughs> yeah. All right, I think that's it for this week's Charmed Hard with a Vengeance. Hope you guys enjoyed, uh, and if you did... I'd appreciate it if you could subscribe or uh, leave a comment or a like or uh, hashtag Charmed Hard with a Vengeance on Twitter. Hashtag Galfin. <laughs> Just keep that one going. A hashtag Dreamin. Hashtag to welcome to Galvin Park. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you Charmanders next week. Bye.